Who's going to say it tonight? Um, it could be me. It could be you. I don't know. You can say it. Okay. I'll say the, I liked I'll how say I said, the end. I liked how I said it. I thought I, I thought I nailed that, actually. What did you think? Tonight? Was, yeah. Tonight, though. Yes, earlier tonight <laughs> when I did my run through. <laughs> I liked my vibe. Okay. All right. it, did you like it or I what did you think of it? it? Okay. I think it was good. Okay. All right. Um, Something like, tonight on Pot Psychology. RLCJ. Roaches love cool Jezwiak. Tracy gets lifted and so did her boobs. For the rest of the episode, whenever somebody says the secret word, you have to scream. The secret word is pronunciate. <laughs> you have to scream. My stomach. Debbie DeFranchi. Who's that girl? Madonna. Who's that girl? Dogs in a trash can on a fine spring day. <laughs> <laughs> Casualty. In the. Cancel. Culture. What Kurt Loder said to Jewel. And what he said back. And what she said back to that. <laughs> <laughs> Conjoined twins. Stainer heads assemble. A new Hulu doc about the famous kidnapping survivor Steven Stainer and his serial killer brother is our Roach Clip Pick of the Week. Take it away, Rich. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Don't you need interest in on a fine spring day? <laughs> yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, welcome to What Psychology with your hosts, Tracy and Rich. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. I'm sure we've talked about this before. Favorite TV theme song? Mm. I'll tell you mine. Passions. Oh yeah, what is it? Uh, it's really good, right? I would hold the hand of the one who could lead me places And kiss the lips of the one who could sing so sweet And I could fly on the wings of a bird I knew Entertainment tonight. Da, 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 da. Um, no, I would have to go with uh, the facts of life. I think that's good. It's Alan so Thicke fast. It. Like na, 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 na. well, the original one is kind of a more galloping pace. I would say hmm. it changed through the years. You know, it was originally just yeah. on a piano. Then it kind of got more instrumentation. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. Then that it went new real, wave. Yeah, it was like. When, yeah, totally. <laughs> That's when when Edna's edibles uh, burnt down and they opened over our heads. Yeah, you know the Spencer gifts. Kinda. I I feel like over our pipe. I feel like pipe dreams is the. That's true. Over our heads of of pipes That's and bombs. That's true. That's it's true. Very like. The, the neon sign with the streamers just reminded me of like right. merry-go-round or totally. like, uh, what was it? Rave? Did you have a rave? I don't think so. We definitely have merry-go-round. And one time I bought a brimless baseball cap there. 
<laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what did that look like? I don't think I've ever seen that before. I'm, it was kind of that's like something a, I would have been like, that's cool. Well, you know, you know, they were on commission and they were like they laid it <gasps> on so thick. I did not know that. Oh yeah. That's where I that merry go round is where I learned about commission. I was like, why are they acting like that? <laughs> <laughs> my mother explained to me commission and I was like oh yeah he like put it on my head as I was shopping and and you know as part of his like buy everything thing and I was like yeah I had a run in in mm. New Orleans okay with who whom um, I'll tell you I got I have to... is it someone I know no but it's someone I know a real person no oh so I um, saw I, I was eating outside in the back yard of this restaurant and I saw something flutter down from the tree and I thought it was like a moth or something like that. It was definitely like a bug that kind of like fluttered down near me and then landed on my neck and I felt a kind of bite. And I was like, what oh. the fuck is on my neck? <gasps> it, it crawls out from around my neck onto the table. It's a giant cockroach. Oh my God. It bit you? It bit me. Oh my God. It landed God. on me and bit me. And that reminded me of the time that oh. the cockroach on the subway landed on me. Oh. I feel like I'm a right. roach magnet named right. Rick. <laughs> you know, this is my destiny. Why? They just oh. like you're like the pigeon lady in Home Alone too. <laughs> I mean, I do think that maybe there is some power to be harnessed with the roaches. Like that's untapped, and they can do shit. You know, they're survivors. They're, that's an army. They are an army. So yeah. I mean, maybe they're asking for a leader. But I don't want to be a roach person. No. You know? <laughs> Maybe it's like your your cologne or something. Attracts them? Uh, maybe. Disgusting. It was really bad. And then it was just like hanging out on the on the, oh my the, God. the, the fence across the way. It was like out and bite. about. Oh, is <laughs> you know? I, I mean they have mandibles, you know? And like What's I, a mandible? The, their their teeth, their their jaws that that you know, they're kind of like two giant serrated teeth that or, or so. I don't know. Sounds like a man lunchable. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what they're called, right? I'm not Smith joke. Everyone she wanted to call uh, China Manwich. Um, yes. Well, because of China's genitalia. I know, but she said it was because it was like a sandwich, right? I mean, it was like a sandwich with a hot dog, with a, with like a like a Vienna sausage, a Vienna sausage sandwich. Well, a cock, so like a like with the pastry puff wrapped around it. More like sitting on top of the, it, like it slipped out of the pastry puff. Yeah, yeah. It was the it was like en route out of the pastry puff. Yeah. Because China, you know, clearly did steroids and had a very large clitoris. So how large was it? Pretty large. Like it was like nothing I'd ever seen before up You've to that point. You've seen it. Yeah, she was, she was oh, a sex tape. I've got to see it. That's Wait, why she knew about it. What That's was her what, last name? China. Just, doll? Uh, no, they, they did doll after she left the WWE. There's so I guess many it was people at that point. named China who have sex tapes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. China. Um, I think it's called One Night in China. Oh, One Night in China. Our R.I.P. China. I know. And you know what is the saddest about it? Oh, is it, that she died the same day as Prince. Or her body was discovered then. Uh, so her death was totally overshadowed. She didn't get to bask in that glory, you know. 
she didn't get one one last um moment in the spotlight i feel like okay did did it run on broadly where did the okay where did this run I think it was Mitchell on Sunderland, yeah. yeah, wrestling with demons. the The story of China's China's final final days is a really good story. Yeah, it's like because it's so sad and destitute, yeah. and kind of exactly what you would think it might be. You know what I? You know what I think is really interesting. We for our book club are listening to and reading, if you like, but listening to I am and most people should. Okay. Um, Tatum O'Neill's book. Hold on a second. I so I'm sorry. I just found China's Manwich. It's like a little baby penis that's circumcised. That's interesting. Well, I think it's out. I think it's 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 probably like popped out of the hood because she's aroused. But it's like skin, though. It's not like I, I don't think of my clit as having like skin on it. It's like well, it's like, always like wet. Oh, so it's, it's always wet. <laughs> No, good, but it is. Good old wet <laughs> Wetclid's back. Okay, that reminds me of something. My vagina. <laughs> what do you need to do with it? Tell you something about it. Okay. Do you want to explain what's going on? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, wait, did I ever talk about my New Year's resolution on Maine? I don't know. I know I talked about it. Right. You, because but I we, don't I think, know I where we were or asked when. questions. That was on our bonus oh. patreon.com slash pot psychology go look for it somewhere <laughs> you know it's we the, don't know don't yeah, ask us it's there <laughs> if you want to find it's definitely it. in 2022 i wrote a song i think it's one of my best wait a new song no that song that i wrote when we were oh, talking about oh, resolutions yes 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 um tracy resolved a resolution i resolved a resolution my resolution this year was to um get a mommy makeover right so the past like three weeks, I haven't really done much of a lot because I had it three weeks ago right. as of this recording. And I thought that it, I was only going to be out of commission for like a week, but that was not true. I had really underestimated the recovery. So I can laugh again, but not too hard. And I have to hold my stomach in when I laugh because I don't want to, I don't know, bust something. How long do you have to not laugh? No, it just as goes as you feel, you know, like, so how long do you think you're going to be feeling out your laughter? I think that like the last few days, I would say since Sunday, my healing has become more rapid Mm -hmm. and it's like, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm really over the hump with it. Mm -hmm. I'm still like slightly, I'm, I'm like at walking at like a five degree angle now instead of like super hunched. Mm. But, um, it's like stuff like that. Like, uh, I think I woke up on Sunday morning and I suddenly was just like, oh, everything's a lot easier today. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, but like I couldn't laugh on Monday, but I could laugh on Wednesday. <laughs> that's a good song. <laughs> Some kind of like and then I Twitch song, again, like yeah. a jazz thing. And then I laughed again today. I'm laughing again on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I if I seem Monday. weird or I seem, if you seem weird, okay. <laughs> <laughs> someone call the police. <laughs> Wait, what seem... does that mean? If you seem weird, like the, the way, like, cause I feel like I have to laugh like, <laughs> oh, weird that way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> In the other ways, that's just her being her. I can't just laugh like my normal laugh. I'm laughter being weird. to her repertoire. Yeah. It's like, <gasps> okay. Uh, well, I look forward to that. <laughs> 
but it's been a long time since we've taped, and so there's a lot to talk about. There's so much to talk about. Oh, we should just get through it quickly. Well, maybe here, this is a real quick thing. I I don't know if you should include this, but you know how I'm obsessed with um, aging YNW Melly. Oh, okay. Yes. So I follow his mom on Instagram. She's, I mean, I just, she never ceases to amaze me. How old is she? She's probably younger than us. She's, she might be younger than us. She is out there partying. I mean, she is just having a great time. Her, her son is facing the death penalty. She's just, she's out here. I guess we all got to live. She's got to live. Gonna, is she going to not live her life? I don't know. I mean, you know, because the, uh, it, what, what complicates things in, in the complex podcast, they kind of talked about the beef that, uh, Melly had over his mom with one of the bandmates that ended yeah. up dying, being killed. And so she seems chaotic to say the least. Yeah. Um, but this is a part that of our, she went live. Okay. And again, I mean, it's a little mean, but mean? So it's a little mean to laugh at, but, oh, to laugh at, but I'm laughing. I just don't. I literally just don't. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I teach him how to like pronunciate his words properly. Like that's very important. Like I'm a college girl. I just don't talk the world. Did anyone in the comments? point that out no that i could see <laughs> pretty good did she go to college i i don't know that about her i don't she know when she's that, a college girl she did say she's a college girl and well, she would have that had could mean anything she would have by the time she was college age she would have had her son mm-hmm. yeah that could mean anything it's just a really um unfortunate juxtaposition of you know showing your hand yeah i had a new scammer Okay. I haven't had phone? scammers call for a while. I think I was on some blacklist because I fucked with them so much. Them yeah, I, anno- I annoyed them so bad that they actually removed me from right. the call list. And now right. I'm on some other call list. So this isn't the first time I got this call, but this is the first time I remember to record it. They are calling, pretending that they're Amazon. It's like a computer that's like, this is Amazon. <laughs> Your account has been used for shopping. Okay. Look, you the robot. <laughs> Play it for you. This call is from Amazon. We have gone through your account, and we found that your Amazon account has been used for shopping purpose, as we can see multiple orders placed from your Amazon account. Now, to confirm your order, press 2, or press 1 to talk to our representative. We've gone through your account. Like, that's, it's already nefarious. So then I, you know, I stayed on the line, or pressed 2 or whatever I was supposed to do. And I recorded the call. How long did it go on? Not long because I did a different technique this mm, time. Interesting. And I, because I just wanted to see what's going to happen if yeah, I yeah, do that's this. Good. That's you know, good. Use like, your gift. See the a, see. Choose your own adventure. See where you can take your gifts. Yeah. receiving the call from Amazon. Yes. Okay. Can you kindly explain me the call that you received so that I can help you, ma'am? It said that. Um, <laughs> That someone uh, has been using my account for shopping. So I have to tell yeah. him. He's no, like, doesn't even know what the scam like, is yet. Yeah, you have to work. Yeah, I know the scam, buddy. How come you don't know the scam? Totally. <laughs> Do you have Amazon account? Yes. 
What's this background noise? Is that him or you? Him. I think oh. it's other. Co- Real, there's in a call center. Right. Real professional, yeah. though. Okay. Yeah. It's Tracy. T R A C I E. Tracy. What is your first name? It Debbie. D E B B I E. Debbie. B E T D I E. No, Debbie. D E B B I E. D E B B I E. Yes. Yeah. D as a dog, yeah, D as in tiger. What did he say, beggar? B, beggar? D as in, <laughs> D as in David, dog, right? B as in, uh, D as, B as in boy. Okay, I've got it, it's Debbie, and uh, what's your last name? DeFranchi. <laughs> Debbie DeFranchi. Is, is DeFranchi a name of people that you grew up with? The one is, the first name is my aunt, and the last name is my dad's cousin. Okay. <laughs> I just mixed them. Right. They lived around the corner from each other. A N C H I. Are you there? Is he Mississippi? Yes. You're in New York, right? Yeah. Alright, so ma'am, I've already pulled up your account. There was a purchase place under your name, which is better for Apple MacBook Pro and Apple Airport. For the amount of $1,956.37. So, did you make this kind of any purchase, ma'am? Yes, I did. You did make a purchase? Yes. So, you want to confirm the order? Excuse me? You want to confirm the order? I want to come from the order. What do you mean? <laughs> Three, a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow that just caused him to disappear did they ever call you back no oh i, I just i wanted to see like what happens if like i i'm like i'm not afraid and yeah. i'm like no that was totally you know right so i'm just gonna see from now like That's good. i'm, I'm I like gonna that. do that Keep for it in a little your pocket. bit yeah of, lean like, in lean in yelling at them Bring chastising them a woman's take also you know i don't want them to fall in love with me anymore right that was sad <laughs> Well, it was kind of nice. Is over Thanksgiving. No one it else was. is texting me. You never got his picture, though, right? No, that was what was annoying. <sighs> okay. So there's that. Did you see that there was that, you know, remember that awful TikTok of Madonna looking like a, she looked like a How sphinx. How could I forget? She looked like a sphinx, right? It, uh, to me, the... To me, what's most disconcerting she is... She looked like, like a puppet. She looked like look, a Muppet. The look in her eyes is just mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. There's just no spark. And it's like, who is this? Her her daughter, who... That's like the main, for me, the main indicator of addiction. Because like you can tell when people are sober because they have that light in their eyes. They have that like, like close. Somebody's home. Well, the second indication is... That was a TikTok that she had posted... And then uh, I believe, I mean, this is how this was sold, the way her own daughter commented this. So under that is a comment from someone named Lola Butthole, which I haven't checked to see, to make sure, but it could very well be. Sounds like Lourdes to me. <laughs> Off a perk like. Okay. So 
and I guess it's just the thing where she's like, she's Madonna and she's going to be doing opiates. And that's the story. You know what? She really led a clean life her entire life. She, did. she didn't well, drink. Tatum O'Neill talks drugs. about the yes. fact that Madonna was super clean yeah. and healthy. So uh, maybe she just like now she's like, you know what? I've earned it. I'm retired, semi-retired. I, well, sure. And I don't. But I also I think Madonna's like will has always just. I don't okay, think it would take anything. Here's the thing. I remember you were like, we were talking about like how she would have gotten hooked on Percocet or pills. And you think it's because maybe like she had dance injuries and stuff. Well, I know she had dance injuries and was she, she like, she rescheduled a lot of days on the Madame X tour and had canceled. And that's very unlike her. I, I think it was from plastic surgery. Okay. That, I mean, that's that could, what I think. Sure. Uh, having that's another experienced road. it, like another they road. give you a lot and then I can see how a person could get hooked. You I know, mean, it could be I didn't the... have an issue with it, but like, that's cause like that stuff isn't my thing. I, I truly used it as it was prescribed and it was like barely, it was like taking the, the sharp points off of my discomfort. But like, that was it. Well, I, the fact is that that's both that's two roads of exposure. So yeah, that's, so that's more like, an increased chance. Totally. You know? So yeah, uh, it's probably or why she too, would want it. Right. Exactly. Like anyway, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Madonna's crying out for help. Also, um, when that story is being reported, it was OK that added this. And I don't know if it was previous reporting or whatever, but, you know, the biopic she's making yeah you know that and you have you been hearing the stories about the camp that she was running with no. the actors that she wanted yeah i mean there was a gossip item that she was just doing this like boot camp of like you know how, you're gonna play me um <clears throat> some I have said the it's, i mean i can i get that an artist would want to do their own story their own thing mm-hmm. but as far as like expecting someone to be like objective, especially her. Yeah. I mean, she's made she's made movies before. Everybody's seen Madonna's I mean, I, idea. Of I what don't cinema think that this be. is going to be like in all that jazz. No, <laughs> I think I think it might Which be. Which I love, by the way. Have you seen it? Yeah, I, I watched it on the plane recently. Yeah, it's great. Um, no, I think this will probably be a, a disaster of a of of its own kind of amazement perhaps in the best case scenario a quote the project this project has been in development for two years and it's not even close to getting off the ground and insider spilled to okay <laughs> it's baffling that madonna can't get her act together and worse she's making it torture for everyone else hmm. i believe that yeah absolutely so but it is kind of crazy because she was sitting there writing it with diablo cody during the first few months of the pandemic uh- you know, and then there was and that then rumor what that happened. They just stopped working. Together. Well, there was that widespread rumor again, published by OK, that said, actually, Diablo Cody has been cut out of the picture now. Mm. And then Madonna was supposedly working with another screenwriter. I think she denied firing Diablo Cody, but it she doesn't seem at all to be associated with this thing anymore. Hold on a second. Wait, because I can tell you it's like Florence Pugh, who should play Madonna, right? You think? Madonna boot camp. Yeah. Is this she is gonna in the have post fake boobs? in March, so it's um, oh, you know who else it is? You know who's the best one? Julia Garner. That's who it should be. Oh, I it's one hundred percent should be, be Julia Garner. Yeah, yeah, and that's right. She is so fucking good. She's so good as Anna Delvey. Like she's like a completely different person, like unrecognizable from her um, Ozark's character. Oh, it was Hollywood Reporter actually that reported this. So it's not even like yeah. 
inside the auditions for the Material Girls biopic. Um, the women at the top of the shortlist include Julia Garner, Florence Pugh, Alexa Demi, Odessa Young, BB Rexa, Sky Ferreira, and Emma, and Emma Larid of Mayor of Kingstown, which I don't actually know. Um, sources told the publication, Hollywood Reporter, that contenders must endure a grueling audition process with casting director Carmen Cuba, as well as a Madonna boot camp, intense choreography training sessions lasting up to 11 hours a day with Madonna's choreographer and the pop icon herself. Can you imagine being a fly on the wall in that room while she's doing that for 11 hours a day Yeah. on Percocet? Listen, I've been with a celebrity. I've spent like long periods of time with a celebrity who was totally on drugs and having to like just do meeting after meeting after mm -hmm. meeting. And it is not fun no i it's imagine not it wouldn't fun be fun because you know what it is it's like you have like there and because there's the celebrity there's this like unspoken thing where their energy and whatever has to dictate the mood of everything like their mood has to like dictate the mood and everyone has to kind of like be okay with their mood being like that mm -hmm. instead of being like well, why don't you just act like a normal person right, right they're setting the tone yeah yeah so it's ridiculous. Yeah. It just sucks up all the energy. It's, it's Although, impossible. In, on one hand, though, if I were like working for Madonna on this project, if I was working in development with her, I would love a two year development period to right. just get paid for two years right. for all of her bullshit changing ideas. I would absolutely love it. I mean, it's crazy that this is not anywhere closer to being filmed than it was seemingly two years ago. Mm -hmm. It's not good. No, it's not good. Madonna. Come back to the light. Is that ray of light? Yeah, come back to the ray of light. <laughs> I don't think she's going to. I don't think she's going to. Uh, Fingers crossed. We're rooting for you, Madonna. I had a, I had a, um, an incident mm. when I was walking Judy yesterday in the morning. I was like, I've been taking longer walks than walking around the block. What? 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 He's laughing about something he wrote to himself. <laughs> Why can't I be proud? I'm listening. I'm listening. I thought I have an idea. <laughs> uh, You're taking Judy for walks. I was taking Judy for a walk and she crapped. Uh -huh. And I, you know, put in the bag. And mm -hmm. so I was walking, like waiting to see a garbage or something I can throw at him. Mm -hmm. So I, I walk. I'm on the other wait, block. Wait, wait. You're going to throw it at who? No, throw it in a garbage. Oh, <laughs> so that I could, you. I was looking for something to throw at him. <laughs> you got poop in your hands. <laughs> I wonder who I would throw that at. I would. I. You know what? I wouldn't put it past me to throw a bag of shit at someone like that. Like that is is on my bingo card for me. <laughs> so, can I, I can I take a picture? Okay. Why? You, do, you, do you do Be Real? What's that? It's a new social media app where like... Are you getting paid for this? No, I'm not, but it's oh. fun. <laughs> um, once a day, uh, you get the prompt that within two minutes you have to be real and you take a picture and it takes a picture of like what that what you're looking at, like whatever you point your camera to and that also front-facing picture okay. and post them. Okay. So you're going to have this like ugly compilation. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yes. It's not, it's not like... Uh, it's, it, yeah, it's just about being real. Oh, ooh, stay like that. Mm -mm. <laughs> 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 and 
and then they collect like on your page or something yeah then people just see them it's just about like living it's in the like moment instagram but, but it's not without the filters yeah you can Is that you the can elevator see. pitch i do it anyway just to be real a lot of people do is the thing you know the like that's the point of it it's the, the point i've never of it even heard not, of it i know well did i do it i mean i i think it's fun you know you have two minutes to do it so you have you have to like take a picture of what you're doing if you're going to participate okay you know but it's always at 6 p.m no oh. it's a different time every day oh it's one time every oh, day that's interesting i know <laughs> What's it called? Be, be real. <laughs> I did not get paid. Wait, Lindsay Weber <laughs> of Who Weekly. So, she created it? No, she didn't create it. She oh. recommended it. Oh. She she got me on it. Okay, so well, let me finish the story. So oh. I went about the dog poop, poop in a bag. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to throw it at somebody. I was. No, I was going to put it in the garbage. So I, I walked past this construction site. There was a garbage can there. No lid. And so I just like tossed it in. And this girl was coming out of her apartment building next door. Oh, boy. And she goes, could you not? And, and now let me just preface this with I'll, I'll, I'll describe her to you a little bit. OK, but wait, I just want to make absolute sure she does not live in the building who's no. trash can you threw it. In. It was the building next door and it was an apartment building. So, so it's not like it was like her literally the house her that she owned. There's no way to construe this as her yeah. business. OK, she was wearing a mask as she was leaving the house. Mm -hmm. So she's going right. to be wearing the mask the whole outside. way. So like, it's outside. That's got it. You wear you, your mask on. What do you care about shit smell? You're wearing a mask. Uh, so she comes out and she goes, could you not? And I, I wasn't even looking at her. I was like doing like a crossword or something. She's like, could you not throw that in there? And I looked up and I was like, is that your garbage? And she's like, no, it's my neighbors. My neighbors don't like it. And I was like, what do you want me to go and pick it out? And she was like, yes. And I was like, I'm not. And by the way, when, oh I, looked, when I looked in it by the way, to, to throw it in, I made note because I look around for like hypodermic needles in my neighborhood. Like they're like Easter eggs because they're all over. And I saw one in there. Cute. And so I was like, I'm like immediately thinking first of all i'm not bending over because i can't because i just had a tummy tuck mm -hmm. and also i'm not gonna <laughs> bend over to pick up shit and i'm not gonna bend over to pick up shit with junky needles right there and so i any needles so then i was like clean needles yeah so i just said you pick it up yeah and then i walked away and she was like i cannot believe that you won't get it and she's like still talking and i was like yeah okay well i'm unbelievable you said that <laughs> no good in you, my head you didn't say anything else no i Great. just walked away Great. i just walked well away played. with judy and i was totally calm I and i, I didn't like i didn't no, run you, away yeah and you were devastating yeah you pissed her off yeah you, you shit on her then you pissed her off that's how you do it it wasn't her garbage can i i mean i cannot believe the gall she didn't even live like, there and it's not even like she owns a house and this is her neighbor who owns a house they're two apartment buildings. They're like they're they're they used to be homes, but now they're multi-family right. dwellings. You know, I I, I just I never, <laughs> you know. Well, I, I never. I, well, I never. <laughs> I, that's that's unbelievable to me. I have a problem like telling people to turn down their music when it's like too loud for me. Yeah. Because it's like I don't want to tell people how to live their life. I don't want them to tell me how to live my life. Yes, exactly. Only in like really absurd circumstances where like I'm trying to sleep or something will I, you know, speak yeah. up. Otherwise, it's just like kind of tolerate it, whatever. You know, it's it's not so outrageous, whatever. Um, I mean, I've never experienced something like so egregious, but close enough where it's like loud enough. And it's just like, no, 
Like I'm not trying to do that to people. So just the idea that somebody would feel comfortable enough to like start bossing you around about a shit bag shit bag. that has nothing to do with her. Like absolutely nothing. Like, like, do you think she really knows those people? I I was thinking like, cause she's, how does she she's know? Really, like, she's oh, trying to like landlord? insert herself. Well, she's so, she has to like, this is her way in with those yeah. people. She's trying to like kiss up to them. But do you think she is like, she's like, it's their, she, do you think she actually knows that the landlord that lives next door doesn't like dog shit in the garbage can? Like, do you think he, like, but I'm also, friendly like, with all my neighbors. I mean, they must know each other really well if they've gotten around to discussing shit Poop, in the trash can. Right. You know, like that's like, uh, that's not an early in the relationship conversation. No. Or she's just lying. She's lying. She's, she was just like, she couldn't believe that I like, didn't, I wasn't like, uh, Sorry at all. <laughs> sorry, I mean, not sorry. I mean, the needle thing is just, what else do you need? Yeah, I didn't point that out to her. Right. I just was like, you pick it up. Yeah. You get stabbed. Go look and see how, what it's like. There, also, the other thing I wanted to point out, there was like six <coughs> fucking bags of dog shit in there. Oh, yeah, I figured there would be. You know? So it was like, it, all right, here's the thing. I don't like having dog shit in my garbage uh, outside of my house, yeah. which is why I lock it. Right. I put it in a box and I lock it. But how do you figure, okay, this is something I've been wondering about. You don't like having it, but you do it to other people. Mm, they should get a box for their fucking garbage I or mean, put the lid on it. You know how it feels. There put are the people, all right, there are people who take measures in this neighborhood and the people who take measures, I don't do that to because they're telling me with the <laughs> measures that they take that they don't like that. Right. Those other people, they're not communicating that to me. Wow. I see their garbage can full of dog shit and needles. I don't know. That's convenient, but. Well. There's That's someone where that, you are at. Well, exactly. It, it, I f- feel like because I only could stand it for a little bit. And I was like my neighbor, too. Like we all we all do stuff so that that doesn't happen. You know, we like put the lid on. You would be you're be totally shocked by how many people are like too lazy to lift up a lid. Right. They're just looking to toss it in like an empty barrel. So. I don't know. You, I think that you know exactly what it's like. That's like a weird morality. I know. Uh, yeah, you know which I, I mean, d- and so I don't. I don't allow my garbage to be, you know, subjected to that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Listen, here's doesn't, the thing. Well, but I mean, if you're you put doing a garbage, what you're doing, it just the, doesn't square. It's morally, the street in Brooklyn. You're yeah. putting something out that you own. You have to expect that someone's going to steal it. Or shit on it or piss on it. Right. I mean, it just know? in general, people throw shit, not even just actual shit, but shit, <laughs> meaning everything in trash cans. So you're right. There mm-hmm. is an expectation there. Well, whatever. I think, you know. If you don't have a lid. Do you. But it's also none of her business. <clears throat> it was none of her business. And I completely support you in, Thank you. in that. Thank you. you know? um, did you know that Kurt Loder apologized to Jewel? Why? For doing the casualty thing. But why? Jewel did an extensive interview with Stereo Gum as part of their We've Got a File on You series. And uh, those they go back through history, etc. Jewel made her feelings on the interaction known. This is from Stereo Gum's follow-up story. Kurt, uh, Kurt Loder apologizes for being a dick to Jewel. Jewel made her feelings on the interaction known and said she'd never received any kind of apology from the former MTV VJ. I just remember looking at him and like saying, fuck you, I am uneducated straight up, an uneducated kid that was homeless, 
you're a college educated man going after a kid. Fuck you. I was so pissed. No, no apology. This is in reference How to something we've she? talked about when that happened. Yeah. Okay. It was 98. She keeps saying she's a, she was a kid. Uh, 24. I guess you're, you're still kind of a kid when you're 24, but at Definitely. the same time, she, if you write a book of poetry, the, the point was that Jules she was, was misusing so, words when words was the vehicle. So piously, so yeah. like pseudo deep. And yeah. like, that was the point. And yes, it put her on the spot and was mean, but that was the nineties, baby. <laughs> we didn't like that shit back then. <laughs> You know, no, it was real. Uh, no one liked that it. You weren't allowed to do that. Yeah. Jewel was absolutely in the wrong as far as I was concerned, totally. and I was like, Me properly too. called out. But now that like people talk about feelings a lot, um, uh, this is the conversation. In a new statement to Yahoo Entertainment, in response to this, Loader said that MTV interview I did with Jewel was shitty. It was a shitty thing to do with anyone. Are you I'm just sorry. afraid of being me too? Yeah. Kinda. That that MTV or just canceled. That MTV interview I did with Jewel was a shitty thing to do to anyone, and I've been ashamed of having done it ever since. If I could go back in time, I'd smack me in the head. However, I'm not a college graduate. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. <clears throat> he is so good. Pretty good. I don't think he should have apologized for it. I don't think so either. Um, and that was also, journalism. And you know what? The thing is that celebrities, a lot of the time, and if they don't go unchecked, they're just going to think that they can just dictate like what it is. And it's like you can't do that. Like you can't just like capitulate to celebrities. I know. They're, as Jewel said, most of them aren't college educated. Right. <laughs> and, and but they're increasingly indignant about the fact I that know. people won't do that. And like interviews aren't fair and stuff. Uh, expanding on the moment in our interview, Jewel continued. He was just a dick. What an ass to show himself like that. It was almost that thing where you'd feel sorry for somebody. It's like, wow, here's a full grown man who does news for children on a children's network for teenagers. Yeah, you're bitter. I, wow Jewel, she's wrong in she's wrong. every way she, she went real off the rails there she's yeah. still mad about it she could have just speaking said with her feelings and not her mind yeah she got a little too carried away at the end got there. too carried away yeah so you know he wasn't wrong and just because the audience are teens like the reason why teens liked mtv was because it wasn't bullshitting them you yeah. know like i loved week and rock Totally. I loved House of Style. Me too. Because it was like people they weren't just accountable didn't... to anybody. No. And, and what happened to Viacom, you know, in, increasingly it's just a move industry wide. Viacom has come to increasingly rely on um, uh, talent and. Yeah, talent relations. Talent relations, which is basically like middlemen between celebrities and whatever the, the in house content makers are. And they really just fuck with everything, yeah. you know, and I, I got yelled at working there by them for booking my own interviews. And it's like, if I listened to them, I never would have gotten a chance to talk to Janet Jackson on the phone. It, fuck those people yeah. for getting mad at me for taking that opportunity. Doing your job. Doing my job, getting like doing getting the point of my job, Get, getting it done, you know. Yeah, and then they, they'd act like they had to be afraid that I was going to say something. And I was like, at VH1, like these the fucking talent loves me, like. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. I'm friends with these people. Yeah. You know? Frenchie. Frenchie. Frenchie's been in my home. Heather Chadwell, you know, Megan Hauserman. <laughs> Heather Chadwell Brandy. was is like a recreactor 
on that like one of those like oxygen murder shows i love that for her yeah and it's it's a it's a pretty good look for her look if i was looking back on somebody who got to hang out with those rock of love girls i would feel really jealous except i can't because it was me (laughs) have you ever heard of lazarus and i think this is johannes lazarus and johannes baptista colorado colorado no (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) what is it okay it's uh twins conjoined twins oh wait maybe i did have were they recently separated no they're in from the 1600s oh uh, they became famous no they uh were italian italian guys (laughs) so lazarus is like the walking one and then the upper body and left leg of Johannes um, stuck out of his mobile brother and he did not speak. He kept his eyes closed and mouth open all the time and was and was a parasitic twin. (gasps) Look at this picture. It's an illustration because then because Lazarus went to work in the circus, like in a traveling circus in the 1600s. And this was like his act. And he, uh, so he was famous. So people drew pictures of him and stuff. Wow. That's incredible. And I'll put, I'll put that on the Patreon. He would cover his brother with a cape when he would like go about town. So not so to he was like, like attract. Out? Yeah. Oh, so he so wouldn't not- like attract like a crowd. Oh, so th- he, he would like cover his brother's it. head. Yeah. But it gets crazier. Okay. Being a parasitic twin, I mean, like he didn't seem, Johannes didn't really seem to be a sentient being. Yeah, he just, he didn't seem to, he was just like sort of an alive part of uh, Lazarus. So uh, Lazarus, he toured Europe and visited at least uh, Basel, Switzerland, Copenhagen, and Denmark before he arrived in Scotland. What would he do on these tours? Just like show up and be like, want to see something? Yeah. Did he have a talent? I don't think so. No, he just showed up. I mean, and why? Then, you know, it's great work. You know, it's great work. You can work get it. You get it. Yeah, just up show up. The, he ended get up paid joining. for being yourself. That's social media is <laughs> like number one aspiration. Just getting paid to be yourself. Exactly. He did it. He did it first. He did it. Wow. <laughs> so then he went to England where he became part of the court of Charles the first. Okay. Like a. Like, like, a court, like, like you know how like they would have people at court oh, yes, that are just like hangs out all day and you know parties with them and does shit why because of the twin because of the yeah it got him in the door and wow. I, they just wanted the curiosity around and was he i mean do we know if he was cool well here's this so he um killed a man what <laughs> and then he was sentenced to death <laughs> did they kill him he averted the execution. Oh my God, I had a feeling it would. Because he pointed out that his brother, who was innocent, would also die. <sighs> wow. He like he used a, like the right to life argument. What so, a story. I know. I, but I don't know how he killed them. <clears throat> I have to like I have to dig a little bit deeper. I want I want to know more about these people. Remember how we talked about Steven Stainer? <gasps> the documentary? Well, I mean, we talked about him already on the show. Yeah, I was yeah, obsessed yeah. with him. You mean the Hulu thing? Did you yes. watch the Hulu thing? Yes. It's oh, I'm so crazy. glad you watched it. Wait, oh my on. God, it's the best. 
I fucking loved it. I loved it so much. It was so cool. It was exactly the right way to do that. And I consider myself like 99 percentile Steven Stainer fandom or at least 90th percentile yeah. but i would say 95 i was maybe 99. very 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 into the tv movie when it came out right of course and then they would replay it a lot like i remember seeing it like definitely more than once just to to catch people up steven stainer was abducted in 1972 freed himself and another child in 1980 like was he with the been, guy for seven years he had been being molested by this guy and then he kind of aged out of that guy's interests so then they he stole another kid and he didn't want that to happen to that kid like right. what he had been through and so he they ran 39 miles they like that's they to the next place where I they could was, go i thought it was interesting that the documentary barely mentions that aspect which i thought was so embedded in the story yeah. The whole like I want to save him from what I went through. It's kind of only like really hinted at. I thought it was I thought it was odd. It does like real light brush strokes over some things. Like <clears throat> part of what was so so that was a huge news story. Like I I mean that's the craziest thing. And and then the media would like hounded him yeah. and would like went into his school and felt just open camera as yeah. he's like just like sitting there. It's so crazy. And um And it's also like really you know, at this time, of course, like uh, being gay is just like unheard of right. in like a high school. And then to come back and it's like every, it's obvious to everyone that you had been being raped for right. seven or eight years. But instead of even understanding what that even means, he was called a faggot as yeah. a result of this. And that's only mentioned once by his mom. But that's another thing where I was like, we can go into that because. He went through so that was all, much and, totally. and performed a heroic act and then sheer homophobia made it socially acceptable to stigmatize him for it. Yeah. He was abused. Yeah. I mean, what are you talking about? He was seven years old when he was abducted. That That's Disgusting. a lot like the Ryan White shit where, you know, Ryan White was just totally shunned. And it's like he got a fucking blood transfusion. Like, yeah. couldn't couldn't be less couldn't be more innocent in this whole thing. And even though I don't think, you know, I think all people who contract HIV are innocent, but like, you know, you want to, if you want to do a hierarchy, yeah. Ryan white, it gets on top and he was still so shunned and, you know, just treated like absolute shit, I guess until like Michael Jackson stepped in, <laughs> you know, it did seem to turn on. It did turn on they him because then it got TV media movies, attention. Though. They I guess did. you have to go through that adversity to get a TV movie. You do, and I don't know. Maybe it was worth it. <laughs> so, but, yeah. And, and then, you know... The, they made the TV movie starring Corin Nemeth, who I had the biggest crush on when I was younger. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. He younger. still looks kind of good. He looks good, and he was, I, I liked his acting style bad. in this. Yeah. He, um, he, did you, he was in a TV show. It was like Parker Something's Life. Do you Parker Lewis Can't Lose? Yeah, Parker Lewis can't lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do but he was, that, he was Parker Lewis. Yeah, he was. Uh, and so I had a giant crush on him. Right. Um, so seeing him again, I was tickled. Yes, great to see him. But then also, so then Stephen, so then Stephen Stainer dies in a freak motorcycle accident the night before the Emmys, for which I know my first name is Stephen, which attracted an audience of forty million people, huge. is nominated for four Emmys. Yeah, huge, 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 huge. And so he's dead. And then 
10 years later, his brother just becomes a serial killer <laughs> and kills four people in rapid succession. In Yosemite. And it's just like... He was a park ranger, right? And and his mother, she the boy's mother... She wouldn't discuss it. She wouldn't discuss that, but she's in this thing. This is a woman who's been through so much. It's like yeah. crazy. And also, I mean... And I don't stayed with the husband... Even though it was like seemed, I mean, I don't know how a marriage could survive both those things. It's really so backward. They're in California, you know, not not Los Angeles, but like, you know, not the middle of the country. And their their son gets back from seven years of molestation. And the father is anti-therapy. The father yeah. is like, it's just like how yeah. backwards it was, And it was offered to be? them for free. It was offered to them. I mean, by it, like, it was 1980. It wasn't yeah. 1950, you yeah. know, and and that I think really it seemed to really fuck him up, although they didn't really like super lean into how fucked up he was after kind of the fame died down. And between that and his they death, didn't like he was very much and you know what? And he deserved to be. But he was like very much just kind of exalted through the whole movie is like a hero. Yeah, exactly. Totally. And a great dad. Right. And blah, blah, blah. But they like, talked about him being a great dad. Repeatedly. They didn't discuss his addictions at all. Right. 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 I mean, wasn't he fucked up when he got in the car accident? Uh, Maybe, you know, maybe not. But maybe. But he we was. Should look at, they, I mean, they talked about him partying. They did talk about that, but they didn't like really go that deep into it. it. It was the kind of like I mean the sister like the people they kind of did say they were like well he really liked to smoke grass right. and he was I mean he started drinking and smoking weed when he was like thirteen because yeah. the guy who kidnapped him just kind of let him do whatever Par- Parnell was yeah. his last name Ugh, that guy and that guy only served what like four oh it was years crazy because he, he couldn't get he had to like for whatever reason in California the way that they did it was he served concurrent sentences yeah so Timmy White was the the five-year-old that he had taken that forced that galvanized steven to leave and say this isn't going to happen to this kid and uh well because I, I think he knew he was culpable you know there were interviews yeah. with him where he was like he asked me to go get this kid for him and i was like i will not do that mm-hmm. so um what's also awesome is they have all of these tapes all of these interviews that are like that the previously writer, unheard that the, the writer, writer of the, of the TV, TV movie because <laughs> there was no source he had yeah. to do all these interviews I mean what a fucking gig and, through, and he was took it real seriously too like his notes are on like his audio notes are on this but then the amazing thing the transcendent thing about this documentary is that it's actually a story about telling stories and and how mm-hmm. stories affect us and the fact that Steven Stainer's kids his daughter was four when he when she died uh, the son was two or something like yeah. that when Steven Sander died. So they don't they only know their father through stories that they've heard. And yeah. they, it's this crazy story. And then it said it took a little while for the son to kick in like, oh, he was molested during that time because he don't just heard the her- the heroism. And yeah. it wasn't until he was older that he understood the full extent of it. And it, it just in tiny little ways, it shows people's consciousness like constantly forming around this thing mm-hmm. that's so unimaginable i mean it's the like there's a quote there's a clip from deborah norville uh from the today show during an interview with steven stainer being like if this if this were fiction it probably wouldn't get published it's unbelievable yeah and that's before his brother became a serial killer exactly so yeah and that's before he died on a motorcycle yeah i mean the the whole thing is just drama family the tragedy oh my god his sister's in it it was wild I mean, it's too like they had the access, which was great. They had exactly the the whole family agreed, right? Yeah, 
the ones that were alive? Well, I don't know because there were his five kids, siblings. His ex, his kids, his widow. His kids, his widow, his mom. His mom, his sister. His one sister, and there were two other kids in that family. There was a family with, of five. The, and the brother, I thought. Well, Carrie, Carrie, Stephen. No, okay. Oh, the, there's another. I don't think there's, there's a brother. There's five kids. There's five kids. Yeah. Carrie, Stephen, Corey, and then two of them are not in the documentary. Okay. So I don't know what's up with them, but there's a lot of people in the documentary and. Yeah, and the people who uh, played the parts yes. of the people in the TV movie. I love that it was framed around the TV movie because I, know. I love the TV movie. Mm. It does this awesome thing of cutting back and forth between scenes, like the scene of Stephen returning home at night, between like the actual footage of it, which we have, and the, di- and the, uh, and the TV movie. And so, again, it's just in little ways. It's always talking about the telling of the story, and that's... The director talks in the beginning about like, you know, we're telling the story again. And I feel like because it's been I mean, you go to you go to uh, 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 Carrie Stainer's Wikipedia page and there's like a dozen different media kind of takes on it, you know, Mm -hmm. not including the 2020, which was from 2019, which I watched and I did because I didn't know the serial killer part of it. I guess I was like busy in college you, at that point. You told me about that. I didn't well, know that's either. after I watched that 2020. It was like, oh, my God, because <laughs> I got because re- I was really into Stranger Danger. I was doing a lot of research and I that's how I stumbled upon it a few yeah. years ago. And I was like, holy shit. Um, and then th- the last part is about Carrie and that very strange story about like he was this disturbed kid that was kind of in the background that nobody realized and the father didn't believe in therapy. And, and he was like. <clears throat> He seemed like he got really fucked up because I mean, obviously, because the parents were completely grief stricken after their son was kidnapped. Uh, they they couldn't really get on with their lives. The mother said that she could never have the house unattended because they always had to be there to answer the phone. Yeah, because there was she like never gave up hope. Yeah, it never was gave almost up hope. like she knew. That it was going to happen all along. That so then Stephen the brother was like return. didn't get. Like there's just a lot of stress in the house right. growing up. There's and then sh- you see him in the back of like different, you know, interview scenes where Steven's being interviewed for whatever reason that day. And like Carrie's in the back kind of like, you know, mm. grimacing. They kind of imply that all the attention that Steven got with the TV movie. Yeah. Was that it was like had really affected him because he oh, yeah. felt like he didn't get attention. Yeah. And so then he did this. They the, one of the theories is that he did this to get a TV movie because he said uh, he would talk to this one journalist as long as the journalist would like advocate for him to get a TV movie. Well, that's what the journalist said. Yeah. Um, the lawyer, the what what was he a mitigator, mitigate spe- mitigation specialist? He felt like that was completely off. But I don't know. I mean, you know, I, that's what I liked so much about this documentary that like those things don't have to square. There's so much of it. You know, there's kind of meditation on closure and its impossibility. In the final moments, it's really philosophical for a documentary about the yeah. truth and the way that we deliver the truth and what the actual truth means. And it just, I mean, like hit it out of the park, I thought. I, you know, it's a, but also retold the story so if yes, someone wasn't familiar exactly. with it. No, it's very thorough. It's also the most thorough, totally. high quality story about the Stainer Brothers. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you. I've ever seen. Like, and I'm a I Stainer really head, like the way it's you know? stylized. You know, like the the captions are like kind of cool and different. And then the way that they treat the archival, Mm -hmm. it's like within a it's a TV. It's like a screen in a screen. Yeah. Yeah. Really super, super impressive movie. 
Um, you don't see like that. You don't see one like that every day. Wait, what's the, what's the director's name again? Let's find out. Cause it's okay. a woman. It is a woman. Jessica Dimmick. Love your work. I mean, damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. She's good. Okay. We should be done. Okay. I think speaking of Hulu, I would love to talk about, cause it's, it's so much time has passed, but we haven't talked about the dropout. No, let's and talk about that. It's like the let's best. Let's talk about that. I'm going to Uncle Ron's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, did I have any hobbies? <laughs> She's like niece to niece or something, you know? <laughs> Just like, it's one of those totally really is. iconic characters. Uh, anyway, I could go on, but what a... If what you want to hear more of that, go to patreon.com slash pot psychology. Uh, we also have this premium series called Wawu where we are watching <laughs> along with us we are watching along with us i'm watching with, i'm watching with myself <laughs> i'm watching with myself and also tracy and whoever else wants to join in uh women's movies second, second, second wave, wave women's movies, movies. um but you're not gonna you this isn't also, gonna sell it this isn't gonna sell it no, this what, week what we're doing what we're doing is recovering Real world homecoming New Orleans. Right. We're covering real world homecoming New Orleans, but also we're um So you get you actually this season right now, you you get a lot of episodes of us. I think you get five episodes a week. Okay. Uh yes, because the real world four, homecoming New four. Orleans. And I wasn't sure if I was gonna cover it, but I loved the first loved episode so much it. that I'm in. I because I didn't it. watch the original Real World New Orleans. Yes, like, you did. And I this only is, a little bit. I because all right, <clears> this is what I stuff. remembered. This is what I remembered when when I was watching this. Yeah. I remember that I we were watching it together and I said to you, No, 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 we weren't watching it together. We were talking about it. I think like down the shore or something. Uh -huh. And then I was like, Oh, I hate Julie. And you said, I like her teeth. And I always remembered that. Okay. But I only knew her superficially. <laughs> I only knew her teeth. You know, that's how, that's how little I watched it, but I'm really into it. So anyway, there's that. We're back. Ta-da. <laughs> uh, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Great review, us. I'm going bananas, and I feel like my poor little mind is being devoured by piranhas. For I'm going bananas.